with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Play podcasts at the Ebron campaign setting. I am your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? You just told Plotting, us. Plotting, scheming, <laughs> conniving, mm-hmm. conspiring, coordinating, Three. branch meeting, Cor- commiserating. Oh. Poor Dell. So, yeah, we last we saw you all, you all were meeting with the other heads and seconds of the Boromar of the groups that are willing to work with you all. And then Tarvel was going to go try to shore up Aaron's feelings on Vigo taking her place in the Dreadhold. He had told you all that he got her part of the way there and he just needs to kind of push her over the edge. Eris was going to go back to the cauldron to make some teleportation pucks for House Fjarlin. Five of them was the number that they needed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you all saw in a kind of third-person cutaway, Herban Primafit get killed via fire, internal fire, as it were. So, great, Eris. That's not anything Eris. Milo's ever done. Eris, you head back to the Eric to make some <clears throat> teleportation pucks. It's it's true. <clears throat> that, that does happen. So, give me a roll to see how that goes. Now, I know you've made them before. Uh huh. <laughs> no denying that. Uh, standard tinkering effect oh. is that it is usually a hard difficulty. So I've got three purples in the thing. So make it two purples because you've, you've made this before consistently without mm. any kind of issue. And yeah, we'll call it there. Cool. Let's see. Just double checking. Unless you'd like to flip a story point to upgrade. And no, I'm I'm okay there have lots of bonuses on doing this sort of thing. Uh, all right, here we go. Seven hey. successes <laughs> with six advantage. Okie dokie. Huzzah. So, did you successfully make a teleportation puck? I think... Let me see if I have enough successes to double it. And pass it on to the next person? Who might be you? Yeah. I mean, we're doing this for each one, right? We're going to make a, a check. Unless, over unless over you have... That's what uh, I was checking, is whether or not of, I've... Yeah. I was seeing whether or not I, the number of... I know advantages um, you can create additional, right? Well, with with single-use things like potions, you can create mm-hmm. sometimes a, a second dose, but it does not look like that is the case here. So I'm just going to pass myself an upgrade. Pass yourself two upgrades if you want. Sure, why not? Got them. Pass one upgrade, and I will let three of the advantages be you create... An additional one. So you have. Okay. Cool. All right. And that and upgrade and go. Made another two. Five success, eight advantage. You just want to use Mm. six advantage to say you're done? Yep. I'd love to. (laughs) uh, That sounds perfect. Yes. Let's just say Eris done it real good. Yep. The old six advantage hand wave. You're (laughs) back. 
party is tempted to reach in and grab five of the old ones you might know. They wouldn't know. Okay. So, air is presumably late into the night because this would take you hours to accomplish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You finally go up and plop down on the bed. Olive was already in bed when you got. Sure. So, unless anybody is doing some sneaking about during the night, then the next morning, Reynard, just to kind of catch up where you have been for the latter half of yesterday. So, Baron Elvenor de Fjarlin took you back to her home with um, Eldarin. And <clears throat> it was very much a lot of discussion around your future in House Fjarlin and the the potential that Elvenor sees in you. Because while Alistair <laughs> is a great administrative mind and a great a great man. He lacks. A certain, I'm not. Well, he he's lacks great. You're a certain. Not. He lacks a certain moral flexibility that sometimes this this type of work requires. And so, her hope is that you will accept any offer and position that Alistair requests of you to help guide him in the running of House Garland and Sharn, because you're morally suspect, unlike your brother, who's a good person. That's a nice um, way to put it. In her estimation, whether or not Reynard's had character growth over the course of this campaign, that's a question for the audience. But so, I mean, what, without getting into like the minutiae of it, what was Reynard's kind of response to all of that? Well, I think part of that would have would have been a response of like, someone important and in power is, oh, what's the word? What is that word? Oh, what's the word? I, I still don't know. We're going to need more context. Yeah. You got to give us more words. Uh, no, words. No number of times of you asking is going to cost me. Like when you see worth in somebody. like uh, Potential? Uh, estimation? Esteemed. Uh, oh, I can't think of the word. Oh, evaluated. Je ne sais quoi. Oh my gosh. That thing though. <laughs> well, it's uh, value. <laughs> it's this value in, uh, in... It. Kid, you got it. In, in Reynard. And that's not, that's not something he's used to from... So, an elf in power. So, yeah. And Elvenor is also, over the course of this conversation, going to make a check against Reynard's deception mm. because to see if she can pick up on whether or not somebody in this conversation thinks about her son in a certain way. She could maybe leverage that to her advantage. So, unless Reynard's not going to try to hide it. If Reynard's just going to be like, yeah, Elvenor. I don't think he. I don't think he can hide it. I think it's already out in the open. Well, we'll see if she picks up on it. <laughs> Has Reynard ever hidden it? Is that is that a feature of Reynard? I don't think so. I think he straight up just told it, didn't he? Then she'll get a boost. Two success and a triumph. Yeah, she she clocks that Reynard is really into Eldrin and tosses in a couple of and there will be times where, you know, I'm not able to deal with something in the city and Alistair wants to be and so We'll that need our so second dirty. commands to work together closely and frequently. El Eldrin agrees with Philip's estimation of that. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. Well, Reynard is committed. He's bought stock. He's, uh... He's all in. <laughs> and with the triumph. Boy. Milo, you are woken to a knock at your door. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> Milo does not answer. No. <laughs> this investigation into, into Reynard's crush on you problems for Milo. You, have, you hear a much louder knock at your door. Okay, Milo. What time is it? Is I'm trying to. Is it Milo is early. In... It's early for Milo. It's, it's like, early for Milo. 
it's like half hour after dawn. Oh, okay, yeah. Hello, Milo gets up and puts his little robe over his little night clothesies and casts fireball. Goes down. That, looks, that would be the wrong move in this situation. I can looks, just give you a little bit of foreshadowing and say looks that. through <laughs> looks through the little peephole to see what their knees look like. Panted, but clothed. No, you you can tell it's Verla on the other side of the door. Hold on a second, Verla. It's just it's awfully early. Open the door, Milo. All right. So Milo opens the door. Uh, Verla steps in as soon as you open the door. I uh, what you have to know something. I just woke up. Would could could we make some calf? How nice for you. I've been up all night. I'm I'm very sorry. Would you like some calf? Because I sure could use no, some. I just want answers. You can make yourself some calf while you talk to me. Very well. But I have another corpse with Great. ties to you and your group. And I need to know what's going on. Well, who's the who is the corpse? She's going to make a perception check to see if Milo genuinely does not know who the corpse is. Well, he genuinely doesn't, does he? I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. But there's a question of whether or not she... <laughs> I was just wondering if I missed something, because that's highly no, no, no. possible. Well, Randy knows, but Milo doesn't. Right, right. Since he's telling the truth... We'll go with charm, which would make the difficulty two red and a purple. She has to beat his charm to believe him. Her perception against his charm. When you, when you state that out loud, it sounds real silly. <laughs> this one's wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we trust you, Eric. Zero success, one triumph, one despair. Great. What the actual crap. So she believes you because she fit. Wait. Did, no. Wait. Mm -mm. She has doubt. <laughs> yeah. You didn't, you didn't state the terms. Is it is it possible that she doesn't believe him, but the triumph leads her to an inspirational moment where she follows another lead? Okay, so no, wait, but that's my triumph, right? It's her no, triumph. The despair the, the, is your triumph. The triumph is yeah. so weird. We each oh, get a gosh. big. Thing. So she narrows her eyes at you, Milo. This game she's is not, silly. She's yeah, not quite buying true. that you don't know what she's talking about. What what do you all want to do with your despair? Which is a positive thing for yeah. it's despair for me. First, first who two need, rolls I make. Who needs to die? Who needs to die? I mean, outstanding things. Obviously, Tarvel talking to Aaron about being okay with Vigo getting dropped in the dreadhold. You could apply it since Eris has the putts and presumably is going to deliver them soon. You could apply it to the Arlen's attempt to, to get Vigo. You could apply it to some aspect of the different groups of Boromar that you met. Hutch. One thing that I didn't touch on in the recap, Hutch basically told you all that they weren't going to be able to right. get the goals fully against defending Alira. But if you all came up with a convincing plan that you all were going to attack like the peer lads, then he could divert a good number of the goals. So you could apply it to those plans being drawn up. You can just pass what, the upgrade. Yep, go ahead. What if somewhere in the course of the morning, maybe while Reynard is going back and forth among the Fearland bureaucracy or while Hobbs on his way to wherever Hobb goes, this morning, I mean, one of us will stumble upon a clue as to what the heck is going on <laughs> with the internal combustion corpses. Okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah, might allow us to take some some proactive actions instead of mm -hmm. just expressing ignorance every time Verla shows up to <laughs> accuse us. We yeah. don't yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. For mine, we should have done his first. Verla pulls out 
a a very <clears throat> a very well done sketching of the crime scene, Milo, and sets it on the table in front of you. And you see a figure that I mean, you only really saw him one time, so you might recognize the face vaguely, but probably don't have strong memories of Urban Primafit. But you see a figure who is like the face is like there are no eyes in the eye sockets because they were burned away and the clothing is pretty severely charred but you also see that there's some lacerations like in pairs of four around like on the the shoulders of the body like somebody grabbed yeah and there was like it it looks like claws like claws yeah yeah into the figure she says this is the claws are new but this is similar to what happened to Okan Dithrani that I spoke to you about before. And Milo, famous for his claws. Yes. In my recollection, you all had dealings with House Thrani and Reynard's cousins specifically, which Okan fits within that. And you all very, I mean, famously in my mind, raided and infiltrated a gala being hosted by Urban Primafit to stop some technology that he was debuting. So I have two that victims swear to us. with connections to you and your friends. Well, all I can say is it appears that somebody is trying to put us in a bad light because it is not me and it is not my friends. Why would somebody want to put you in a bad light, Milo? I have no idea. With everything, with the chaos in the clan right now and people seeking to be in power i i don't know maybe it's vigo's been let out maybe he's up to something okan was killed before vigo was released good point <laughs> got you on that one hmm honestly Vola, i don't know i have a okay. theory but i don't um, say it until we know can you account for your whereabouts last night and she pulls out a little notepad You've taken an awful I'm, long time, Milo. Well, I'm trying to remember where, it, what, where we were. I was like, was that Randy? Was that, <laughs> that, was, Randy. that was Randy. Yeah, I was like, and, he wa- and, and what I want to hide it. Um, a consistent bird with Hutch? With everyone. All with, of the. Yes. Uh, oh, that's Hutch. right. It was all in the back room. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that. But I that was to... pretty early in the day, right? That wasn't at night? No, by the end of the meeting, it was pretty late at night, and that's why you all headed home. Yes. Well, I was at the consistent bird with okay. with my friends, and okay. that should that should easily be verifiable. And what time did you leave? Oh gosh, it was early morning. It was late night. Yes, late late night. Say the consistent bird closes at midnight. Let's say, and right. I I specifically said the lunger was starting to. Put chairs on tables and that kind okay. of stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, she- they were closing up by the time that we left, so that was right there at midnight. Okay. And where'd you go after that with your cod? I went home here. Okay. And she finishes writing. Okay, Milo. Well, hopefully we won't find any more corpses of people that... Well, you know, I hope that's true also, because now I promise you that I am highly interested in what's going on myself. So, there's that. Okay. Well, and Randy the player, and this is something that Milo would probably remember because it was a pretty formative thing, causing the blood to boil to the point of death is how you killed Ignacio. Like, there is a reason why Verla has pegged Milo 
because she knows, even if she can never prove it, she knows that Milo was there when Ignacio died. So that's kind of the the reasoning why she has got you dead to rights on these deaths is because it's there's very clearly in her mind a connection yes. between Milo's Milo's preferred form of murder and how these two people died. It wasn't Milo's preferred form. It just kind of <laughs> happened that way. Yeah, because Randy doesn't <laughs> pick the spells. Also, we definitely <laughs> didn't kill Ignacio as far as she knows. Well, <laughs> as far as the law can prove. Eris has nothing to do with it. So Somehow. Yeah. She was perched up away. The witness is yeah. dead. Okay, Milo. Well, I will be in touch as the investigation goes on, and we may need to call you in for further questioning. Well, if I find out anything, I will let you know as well. All right, yeah. Let me know. And she walks out the front door. Milo goes and gets a cup of his calf that he just made. And just so y'all know, because I think these kind of things require a certain level of transparency, the triumph that I used, I, I did use my triumph to incorporate the claw marks. The claw marks were not originally part of the crime scene, but now they are because of the triumph that she rolled. Interesting. So, And she also collects... the now, Randy, would you like to flip a story point to say that Verla accidentally leaves the sketch behind? So that you have something. Absolutely. Because she is rather frustrated. So, yeah, she turns and leaves, forgetting the sketch that you see on the table. Okay. And uh, Milo makes a sketch of it himself as well. Tries to copy. Okay. I think that's, a, I bet that's the thing. If Milo wants to hand draw it, that's fine. I bet that's also, if you wanted to say, use utility magic to like yes. create magic there's to create a, a copy. There's a Staples down the street. And has, um, and has she just left? Yeah, she just left. Place. Milo looks down, sees it, makes a copy real quick, gets the sketch pad, opens the door. Excuse me, Viola? Yes. Your sketch pad. Thank you, Milo. And she comes back and grabs it. I'll, I'll be in touch. Have a good day. You too. And I absolutely hope you find who did this. And as you, as you walk outside and turn, you see somebody like standing down the street a little ways that Verlo is clearly headed towards. And once she has the notepad, she walks and they start to walk next to her and they start talking. So clearly she's got a partner on this investigation. And Milo does not recognize the person. Nope. Is it a cat? It is not. Yes. Does it have any feline features? No. Not a okay. shifter. Not a cat. Not a were cat. Not a were panther. Mm. They're a were rat. Anyway. Man. Um, okay. I was, was going to make a terrible joke, but this is a family show. <laughs> okay. I'm interested. Okay. So, what's everyone else up to? Or what is also Milo up to? Like, are you all convening at the cauldron, or what's the plan? Well, how early is this morning? Jeez Louise. Yeah, Harris is asleep. Fair. Milo, are you doing anything in the immediate aftermath of Verla's departure, or are you going to have some breakfast? And yeah, I'm going to, yes, that's exactly it. If Milo spends any kind of time looking at this sketch while he's copying it or over his yes, cast, you can give me a perception check with a hard difficulty, three purple, but I'm going to flip a story point to make one of those a red. So one red, two purple. Well, my perception is not that great. I don't know if that's necessary, Eric. Okay, if you don't <laughs> want to do it, that's totally fine. Like, No, so you're going to do what? Three purple? One red, two purple. One red, two purple. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to make the check if you don't want no, to. No, I can make it. Why not? I might get lucky. I can hey. think of a few reasons. There you lucky. go. I got lucky. One success, two threats. Okay, take two points to strain Milo. It is very early. 
and you got interrogated as soon as you got out of bed, which is not the great way to start a day in any reality. One success as you're looking, obviously this isn't a photograph. It's not a, a perfect representation, but it is pretty accurate. It's clear that they use some kind of magic to, to replicate as close as possible the drawing because it's not just the body. It's also the, the crime scene kind of around it. And as you're looking, Milo, you see that there are some footprints that actually scorched the stone that are walking up to where the body lays. Mm -hmm. And then you see them turning away, presumably from the intense heat that caused this magic. But you also looking at the area around the body, you're pretty sure there were two people. This wasn't a lone person that did this. And that given what Verla said, the internal burning is one person is responsible for that, but the clause might be a second person. All right. Okay. And you say scorched, scorched footprints. Yeah. Well, like bootprints like, from, but... from the person who caught fire. No, from the person that, okay. There are footprints walking up to where, presumably to where the person like is. Fell, and then okay. Yeah. Sorry. I should have done that while Berla was here. Well, this is kind of slowly like Milo. Milo's waking up with the cat. Exactly. Kind of like the the music swells a little bit as Milo leans over the table and looks closer at the picture and picks it up dramatically. So, yeah. Okay. Milo, since you are the first one up, are you going to be doing anything else other than having Catherine trying to wake up? No, I'll be making breakfast. I mean, it's early. So okay. Milo's just going to chill at the house and ponder life. I think Hob would probably be the next person to wake up, given this crew. So. Yeah, yeah. No, Hob had to get his kid to the middle school by six a.m. today, so he's been <laughs> awake for a while and very tired and upset. Hob's got a kid. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hob's awake. Hob is really in. Like, I know it's not narratively interesting, but Hob is in protect mode right now with everything that's going on. Now, obviously, he doesn't know about Milo's thing yet, but that's just going to further entrench him in it. Hob occasionally becomes protector advocate for his group of misfit friends, despite yeah. the fact that he's also constantly in trouble. So I think he's waiting to hear. He, I mean, he'll wake up. He'll probably just go downstairs and if no, the beef, what was his name? Harlan, Harlan LaBeouf. Harlan, Harlan LaBeouf, yeah. Uh, if he's if he's working, Hob might just see, hey, hear anything last night. But that's probably the extent of what he's doing until he hears from somebody else. And remind me specifically of what Harlan was it Boromar activity like? As it, it was specifically if any of Vigo's old buddies, because we just kind of said that yeah. this is the sort of place that degenerates that Vigo likes would hang out. Uh, yeah, if they'd heard about him being back, if they'd heard any moves being made, just kind of general Vigoness. Yeah. So yeah, Hob, as you walk up to the bar, Harlan is you know doing doing their prep work chopping some limes and says actually yeah somebody came in last night well a, a group of somebody's vigo wasn't with them but definitely some of vigo's old running buddies and i'm talking about before before he became head of the black lambs back when he was just kind of party boy vigo uh, yeah right had to do detail duty for him occasionally mm -hmm. um, that's what we all called him party boy vigo um, party boy vigo oh pbv Sounds like a transmitted disease. So um, transmitted how, Eric? What were you gonna? What were you thinking? Of? Born Jeff, of course. Uh, just being in the same room with Vigo is toxic. So it's true. Yeah, they they came in and they were talking about you know going out with Vigo and the vibe I picked up on is that Vigo's still fun for a good time, but he's definitely a lot got a bit more of an edge to him. 
doing and saying some stuff that even made his old buddies uncomfortable. And so, yeah, that's Vigo was in County lockup for like a week and he's come out. I've done like hard he did time. Harm, like he did harm time. <laughs> it's the Dominic he's, Mysterio. He's, he's prison, Mike. You guys don't know what it's like inside. So, yeah, that was that's kind of what they didn't say anything specific of like, yeah. And then Vigo said he was going to go blow up high wall or anything. like, no, nothing like that. But yeah, just Vigo's got a little bit more of an edge to him and it makes his old buddies uncomfortable. Which knowing the type of people he ran around with, that's a pretty high bar to make these guys uncomfortable. Like they're a pretty lecherous crew. So yeah, that would be concerning. I don't think he presses for the the genre of awful. If, but I mean, I think that's enough for now. And he just he okay. says he's just like you know I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, drops some more coins on the on the bar. A, a fair the correct amount of coins on the bar. Yep, and it's like. Listen, I don't, I don't want to put you too far over your skis with these guys, but if you get a chance to kind of press a bit on what he's planning, it could really mean a lot to my future existence and its continuation. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, I gotcha. I don't know what kind of trouble you're in. Don't want to know. Don't want any more information than I need, Hob. But yeah, I'll, I'll keep an ear out. Look, I just, just so you feel comfortable, the only trouble I'm in is with Vigo. Like, I'm not like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you get me, right. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the extent of it. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Hop's kind of boring right now, except for when he's with his buddies. Fair enough. Reynard, what do you do when you wake up? Oh, what do you do? Well, now I have this idea of Reynard kind of Disney princessing his way around the apartment. <laughs> Just a good mood. Just a good mood. Things are looking up in the world of Reynard, I guess. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Reynard gets up. It's a good day. It's There's a good a day. Apartment. I feel um, like it's about to not be, but it's okay. No. Arthur kind of trots behind you as you're walking around the apartment in elation. And um, then you feel the knife. The claws and the fire. Yeah, I mean, is, is Reynard going anywhere, doing anything, or is he just kind of going through his morning routine? Do I need to talk to anyone right now? I did, I did all my... My big talking last time. So I think probably okay. just a morning routine for now. Okay. And then lastly, Eris, you're awoken to the sound of Olive working in, not not because of the sound of Olive working, but that is what you hear when you wake up is Olive working down in the, the workshop. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, Eris has only one task today, which is to take these things back to House Fearland, as far as she knows. Oh, okay. wait, that's not true. This is the garden day. This is the garden day. <gasps> oh. oh, yeah. I know what Hob's doing. Reinhardt's so much more happy. Hob is finding the wand equivalent of a disposable camera. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at some point late in the morning, Eris drags herself out of bed, walks downstairs, hits the, you know, the automatic calf machine that she's built that definitely doesn't use any of the elemental box principles to precisely heat <laughs> the water. It definitely also has a, a cold setting for iced coffee. And then just sort of walks over and starts packing up the the finished goods with care because you know she cares about her stuff that she makes. Yeah, as you're as you're walking down to the shop floor, you see uh, Olive up on the the rollable staircase working mm-hmm. on the, the mm-hmm. harness and arms. Sure, um, sure. And you see with the the bottom two, she's got them kind of like hooked and rigged up. And she's got like where the the claws are. She's got them kind of disassembled 
and she's working on like the actual arm component that, that the claws kind of fit around and she looks up and she's she's got it like hollowed out like she's got some parts out of it and she looks up it's like oh good morning what are you doing with the cinder being able to heat up the the claws needed arms like i found last time i'm going to test and see if there's any way with the bottom two that i can generate enough heat to get propulsion so i fly i mean I don't know how long I'd be able to go, but yeah, that's the idea, or at least enhanced jumping. That's pretty cool. Hopefully, the amount of heat that will be required is a concern, but that's why we're testing, right? Right. I saw those, yeah. and she gestures over to your workbench. They look good. Reference. Yeah, yeah. Sort of a change of services with some professionally shady people. Ah, in here, I thought you were a professionally shady person. I <laughs> am an aspiring professional, not shady person. So you're needing some shadier than you'd like to do stuff that needs to get done? Actually, I really would not mind doing this. I just, it's just so much, these people would do it better. Fair enough. Just trying to deal with the Vigo stuff. Ah. I think we're really close to just getting out from under all this. Well, I hope it goes well. If you need anything, obviously, don't hesitate to ask. I'm available. Right. No, I know. And do not plan to do anything at 2 o'clock till 6 o'clock. Right. Yeah. Okay. And ideally, get here at around 1 o'clock so that you can clean up and not saying you have to dress up, just clean up and we can go. Eris begins to protest and then catches her face in the reflection of something and like, you know, her <laughs> hair's got like old product <laughs> in it and so it's all like sideways and... Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. In fact, it'd probably be best if you wore your normal gear since they're expecting the fixer. If you wore <sighs> something nice, that'd probably be a letdown. Put on your little costume. Right. Okay. I'll be here. And uh, good luck. Thank you. Uh, she probably hit the communicator at some point. Uh, where's everybody? It's like 11 a.m. I'm yeah. on my way, actually, to you right now. On my on my loud motorcycle. Sorry, I should be yelling. Yes, I'm heading that way, and we need to have a chat. I had a visit from Verla this morning. Why? I will <laughs> talk about it when I get there. Why? Well, it doesn't sound like you chose to. <laughs> no, she woke me up very early. Hey. If we have to do that, I have to eat. Yes. So let's go eat. I've already eaten, but I can have some more calf. Eris will walk across to the soaring yeah, spirits. Exactly. There are two viable um, restaurants in Highwall now, so you all need to specify where mm-hmm. you're um, See, bre- seafood breakfast sounds bad. Yes. <laughs> I just gotta be. I just gotta be real with you. Seafood. Bro- I'm not a huge seafood person in the first place, but seafood yeah. breakfast sounds real bad. Has Has Ulfin done a full pivot? Is it just a full seafood restaurant now? Can I still get a chicken? Or you is still he get chicken. You completely know. catered. He Don't say it. Chick- chicken of the sea. Yeah, it's just not it's chicken. Just a, it's a giant tuna. <laughs> it's always it's been tuna. Whole... Don't you do it dirty like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's a special kind of chicken. Bob eats whole chicken away. off the bone, and you know this. Open has a mold. That he... <laughs> I don't like this game anymore. This game's stupid. Don't take away my chicken um, agency. No. I, I Anywhere else Hob goes, seen. he's like, my chicken usually comes out of a tin can. What is this? Yeah, y'all got a weird <laughs> chicken around here. Make chicken like Olfen does. Reynard, do you respond to any of this, or are you just on your way? Oh, yeah. I was going to chime in with just like, I, I, I could eat. Sounds like three people who are going to make your morning worse. <laughs> yeah. 
I just love the idea that Reynard would absolutely be the person in the group chat while plans are being made that does not respond at all, but still shows up at the, like, no, no that is accurate. You act like that's just not me. <laughs> okay. We Milo, all talked about it. Milo, give me a stealth check as you are headed to Oh no! meet up with everyone. And the difficulty is two red, one purple. Oh my gosh. Two red, one purple. Actually gunning for you this morning, Randy. Yeah, boy. I've just been taking it too easy on Milo this campaign, so I'm trying to make good. That's definitely it. Is, is that what's been happening? Hey. Yes, one success, one advantage. Okay. You want to heal one of those points of strain with the advantage? Sure. Okay, so, yeah. You all get to Soaring Spirits for brunch. And uh, there is a lot of Eris as you walk in. Oh, no, I've made a mistake. There's quite a few people already there. There's a special brunch going on in preparation for the party. Completely did not connect those two things as I should have. Yes, Randy. Uh, Could I have made, um, because I've been, Milo's probably starting to get really paranoid about things. Could I have made a perception check on my way? Sure. Because if I'm trying, if I'm trying to be stealthy, I mean, my perception is not great, but why not? It is two red and a black. Two successes. Yeah, Milo is your. I mean, does Milo just take a cab? Is that how Milo gets to to Highwall? Yeah, I would say yeah. Whatever's quickest, he's just gonna do that. Yeah, walking certainly would not be the quickest. No. Okay, so so yeah, as you're in in a sky cab, you definitely clock another skiff following you. You you don't you can't make out who's in it. But you're definitely being followed. But there's, you know, there's a point where with just the nature of the three-dimensional level of traffic that would exist within Sharn, eventually you have to go down. And so there would be some kind of organized off-ramp, as it were, that whoever was following you got cut off and wasn't able to continue the pursuit. And and so you lost him. Uh, Okay. You know you were being followed. 100% Milo unshakably certain very good yes so Eris you walk into Soaring Spirits and there is a (laughs) lot of green and flowers and things kind of decorating the the space and you see one of those sandwich boards that is like garden brunch is the 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 menu this morning and as Eris enters everybody kind of turns and like light up and uh she looks like someone Who slept in her clothes. Yep. Her her hair is like smashed over onto the wrong side of her face. There's probably like pillowcase wrinkle creases on her on her face from just collapsing mm-hmm. and falling asleep. And she's got a mysterious briefcase. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Garen, the, the dwarf, is like, hey, it's the fixer. What? what? Oh. It's, it's garden um, day. Yes, it is. Hello. And Yorlin walks up and just like, hi, Eris, your table upstairs is available and free if you want some Thank you. time away. Yes, I'll, uh, I'll be up there to check on you in a second. And Eris breaks for the stairs. You, you hear multiple voices as Eris is going up the stairs of people like not shouting at Yorlin, but like saying with raised voices at Yorlin, like, like she doesn't pay for a thing today or like give me the bill, like et cetera, et cetera. So 
whatever you want. You're, you're pretty confident you're not going to pay for it today. So, in fact, outside of the times that Eris has intentionally snuck into the Soaring Spirits, I, I don't like Eris probably doesn't pay for a whole lot at Soaring Spirits. Mm. Mm. Um, and then as the rest of you get there, there's a certain level of recognition <laughs> that some people have that you're like associated with their favorite person. But certainly not the same level of reverie that Eris received. Sure. But Yorlin oh. nods up. Except for when Reynard enters. Oh, Reynard, no. your your eyes are caught by Nessa Moon Shadow sitting at a table. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, which might be it might be lane. now it's awkward. It might be because Reynard also brought almost a hundred balloon equivalent. My God. This world's Raynard balloon went, equivalent. What's happening? And a cake that has different tools on it to signify a fixer <laughs> theme. Raynard had enamel pins of Ares' face made where the blue hair glows and he's passing them out. Giant thing of balloons and a cake. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, Nessa starts to wave and one, like, kind of cocks your head. Raynard, do you just head up to your table or do you say anything to, to Nessa? She's kind of oh. halfway across the room. Well, she can be one of the people. Is the cake but... for later or is it for now? It's already half <laughs> gone. Oh, it's the brunch. It's the brunch, baby. No, but that's going to be one of the people that Reynard speaks to. But of course, is taking this moment to feel like he is famous through <laughs> association. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm here, I'm here to meet the fixer. The fixer's upstairs, yes. I'm here for the party. So thank you all for coming. I, thank you for coming. Reynard's having such a good day. I'm here to stand on ceremony. Oh, beautiful. That's amazing. Oh, the kind of day that Reynard's having, if 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 I were watching The Walking Dead, I'd be like, oh, Reynard's going to die this episode. This has been such a positive turn. So, Eris, you first see the balloons, and then you see Reynard's head. And then you see the cake. You're already there. <laughs> yeah. Well don't well don't kill him. Surprise. It is that. Yes, and I've got a petition yes. going around downstairs to make this fixer day. Hop starts to walk downstairs to sign. There's <laughs> grab. You hear Garen shout up down from below the dwarf. He's like, we changed it to Fixer Fest. Oh, I love that. Yes. A whole week. Ah! <laughs> it's not the fixer mixer. Is that a part of the fixer fest? The speed dating. The Somebody fixer needs upper. to set up a Somebody needs to set up a stand selling blue hair dye to, to make... It's not dye! Yes. And goggles that blow bubbles. <laughs> no, they're just... They're glow stick goggles. So We're the, dumb. The cake oh has tools on it and everything as Reynard sets it down on the table. Reynard definitely says, I'm, I'm so sorry we couldn't do more, Eris. Next year, we'll be bigger. Oh, I <laughs> had breakfast. Food. I need food. I have a cake. Trevor, I love you. Yeah, that's amazing. Milo, Milo you walk in and the Soaring Spirits is... A hubbub of activity as you see people passing around a, a clipboard and people eagerly signing it and kind of chatting. Upstairs, you see a large bundle of balloons floating above the railing. Can't really see anything else, but what do the balloons say? Like, did, did Reynard have enough forethought to get, like, celebratory balloons, or did he swing by the pharmacy on the way and the only thing they had were get-well-soon balloons? Oh, I think it's just an array of, like, gray and black and blue balloons. Okay. Because in Reynard's I'm mind, those trying are, to picture one hundred balloons. And I, I would, I would have probably splurged for some kind of magical balloon where there maybe there's lights inside mm. or something where they just mm-hmm. scream. So they just <laughs> they when drop. You, 
So Milo looks around, looks and sees the balloons and goes, well, that has all the mockings of Reynard and heads that way. Uh, yeah. And you all see Milo reach the top of the stairs carrying a sketchbook, I'm guessing, or a large sketch. Yes, a sketch. Well, happy fixer day, I guess. It will be soon, yes. Once the <laughs> petition fills up. So feel free to say I <laughs> wondered what the clipboard was about. And now I know. I'm sorry, Eris. I, I know this is not your forte, but I should have gone to the should have gone to the sales. Yes, well, our day is not going to get any better at this point, anyway. And he lays and he lays the sketch. Yes, that's and that's great. But I need you all to look at this. <laughs> and he lays the sketch down on the table. Cute work, Eris. <laughs> I love Milo getting into. I do. I could not care less about what you're. You have to say. I need to talk. That's right. Yes, because his brain is woo. And anyway, he lays the sketch as, down. As you set the sketch down, you hear footsteps as Yorlin approaches with a tray, which each of you with each of your regular drinks on it. Okay, Milo scoops up the sketch. We're doing a, a fixed menu for the brunch today, if you're good with that, or, I mean, we can make an exception if you all are particularly averse. No, no, uh, we talked to, We talked about, We talked about this. A fixer menu. We're on theme. Yes. Yes. We have a, a pre- fixer menu. Prefixer. Yes. Yorlin is caught in a very uncomfortable spot because he likes and respects Eris and can see how uncomfortable all this is making Eris. He is also in the customer service industry and Reynard is the most vocal at the table and so he can't <laughs> shut Reynard down. So it's like, yes. So it's mostly potatoes and eggs is a lot of it if you're you're good with that. That's fine. With, okay. Potatoes and eggs, great. Yes. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll bring up the, the roasted potatoes. Uh, that's the first course. But if you need anything, uh, feel free to shout. Go ahead. Okay. Milo, as you were. Sketch back on the table. Well, oh, that's terribly gross. Yes, it is. We're supposed to be eating soon. Verla brought this by bright and early. There's been, obviously, from the sketch, another murder. It's PrimaFit, of all people. Oh, why'd you kill PrimaFit? This is not a time to be jesting, Hob. <laughs> okay. Do you see the balloons? Brother, <laughs> look around. There's, there's the balloons in the room. I don't feel like we are serious. Uh, what, what happened was you came like, in mid-jest with some serious crap. We keep, we keep having to like move the balloons to talk to each other. They're at the table? <laughs> they are the table. Balloons around the edges. Anyway, set on fire from the inside out. If you'll notice in the picture, there are claw marks and... <laughs> Judging from the footprints, there were probably two. And one set of the boot prints, you see scorch marks. And so Vola thinks we are absolutely involved, or at least I am, for sure. So Can't she just compare that size to those boots and well, go, obviously this person is not an halfling. Yes, well, she briefly showed me the sketch, and then she ran off without her sketchbook, so I made this quickly and hollered at her for her sketchbook. And then when I had a chance to take a closer look is when I noticed this. And did I did you tell not... her? No, she was gone. And also, there was somebody else waiting for her as she left. Did not recognize who it was, but I'm assuming some sort of an assistant helping her. Yeah, she gets to have her own friends. Yes. It's true. But anyway, it's 
I think fairly obvious now someone's trying to set us up or set me up. So something else to worry about. And on the way here, someone was absolutely following me. And we, I could not make out who. They were in a skiff. And and we lost them as the sky cab went down. They got caught in traffic. All right, well, I'm taking you home after this then, if that's fine with you. Hob, that is always fine with me. So, Eric, now that we've got eyeballs on this, and I know it's a sketch of a sketch, but is it pretty clear these claw marks are not the giant claw marks of a lizard monster, and they're more like a shifter or wear person, or what are we looking at with these claw marks? Yeah, I mean, the giant lizard person is definitely dead. You saw them die in front of your face. That giant lizard person is definitely yes, dead. Fair enough. <laughs> they can they crack off another one. Large. No, they seem to be human, medium humanoid in size. Okay, uh, cool. In terms of, yeah. So this one's weird, because I don't think we made a fire-themed enemy. No, not that I know of. And it's awfully like what my magic has been known to do. What we have, unfortunately, done is made a lot of enemies that can hire a fire-themed thug to make... I guess so. To to either attack or frame Milo. Yes, and I don't believe Verla... I was not able to convince her that I was not involved, so... Okay, so we're looking for... Someone who does fire and someone with claws. Right. And apparently leaves scorched boot prints as they walk. I mean, that, yeah, that yeah. is. I mean, the claws thing is a complete non starter until we have more information. Who doesn't have claws around here? Where was it? Where was the body found? Uh, the body was found in um, Upper Memphis. That's definitely a less clawed area. That's not like the cogs where. Yeah. Yorlin approaches. Here are the uh, herb roasted potatoes and. For the main course, it'll be a quiche with spinach and goat cheese, if you're good with that. That sounds wonderful. Great. Hob is starting to think Dorgoth can only eat soft foods. And that's... <laughs> As Yorlin descends the steps, uh, you all could pretty easily recognize a voice in the Soaring Spirits as you hear Ofen's voice downstairs, like, chatting with people. And you, if you look over the railing, you see Ace and Sana with him as well. How's Ace looking? How's Ace looking? Ace Ace looks great, honestly. He he standing tall, like looks there there seems to be an air of confidence around him. That oh, that's terrible news. Potentially you hadn't noticed before. And just standing a little bit straighter. So Has yeah. he undergone any sort of physical transformations? Nothing that would be apparent to your eyes in this scenario. Okay. What okay. To our noses? Is he brimstony? <laughs> you do not notice any brimstone scents coming off of him. Okay. Or a, sm- or a smell of rotten. <laughs> he's he's sallow, though. He, you can't tell me he's not sallow. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. What, what, what are they doing here? Mingling, getting a table. Ulfen has a package that he is handing off to Yorlin when Yorlin gets to the bottom of the stairs and they shake hands. And, uh, Wait, Kath and Sauna? No, Sauna and Ace. Sauna, okay, I, I, I don't I know why Kath? I heard. Sorry, I don't know why I heard Kath. You probably didn't because you know this stuff better than I do. But I mean, I, I, I misspeak frequently. So, Sauna and Ace are with Ulfen. Eris, would so. you like to invite them up? It's your, it's your day, whether you like it or not. So I'm deferring to you, Our Lady of Highwall. He doesn't say. I didn't think that all was beginning this early. I thought that was an afternoon thing, and all of a sudden I had to like get ready and be cleaned up and this is all happening in a very different order than I thought it was going to happen because I thought we were going to come here and then go drop off teleporters with House Fearlin 
but now also there's a murder. It feels so like I'm not they're sure what we should do right now. I mean, it feels like they're making a day of it. If we've got stuff to handle and come back before the garden christening, what do you do to a garden? Dedication? Well, there's a VIP Planted? meet and greet and a photo booth with Eris. <laughs> is meant to be in attendance. That all starts okay. at 1.30. How much are we charging <laughs> per photo? So, well, it's donation-based to, to, again, go toward the, the goodwill of Highwall. Hob leans into Reinhardt and he goes, okay, but they know no touching, right? Like, absolutely no touching. <laughs> oh. If you're going to take a picture with Eris. Well, it's it, extra. The first guy, no, nope. It's no touching. Oh, okay. And the first guy will learn the hard way that it's no touching. <laughs> I'll get a sign, mate. Okay. Maybe let's not do it. Maybe let's not do the photo thing. <laughs> it's already on the flyers. I've already sold 200 tickets. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so there is money. Hang on, Radar. How do you think I How bought the balloons? I paid for the balloons? <laughs> you seem to be old radar -y. Oh, no, I missed it. <laughs> Whatever I said, just mute me, because I don't know what Trevor said, but that's... Good stuff. <laughs> Eric and I both said, um, I think I bought the balloons. I can't imagine we can't go and take care of a few things, Eris. And then clean up and come back for the... Right, but which, which things do we take care of? Because, I mean, I just have to drop this off, but now there's a murder. Oh, I'm not... Uh, no, I don't mean to intimate that we'll be taking care of the murder part today. No, just the chores part today. The errands bit. Okay. Yeah, so I just so wanted maybe... us to be aware that that's going on. Is there a way that we could arrange that wherever Milo is tonight, there are witnesses to where he is? It, there's the after party. So. It feels it, like we'll be, we can be here late into the night and things will be going on. Because it, it seems like the, I mean, until she starts noticing the boot print. How does she not notice boot prints at her own crime scene and go, well, those don't look halfling size. Guess I better well, cross well, Milo off. Well, but. Maybe really perhaps, good at this. Well, maybe perhaps she did notice it and just did not mention it to me for whatever reason. Unfortunately, we also have a history of changing our appearance. Like, it's just a thing that folks can do. All right. Anyway, yeah, it seems like it needs to not happen anymore that Verla shows up at Milo's door and is like, someone died last night. Where were you? And I was like, I was asleep in my bed alone, or I was right. wandering the streets contemplating killing someone, but not the person who died. I think between, but what was that? Between, between this event and if we just have to go to the cogs to spend some time, there's always activity. There's always people to see us there, right. down there. Yeah. Are they the kind of people that Verla would believe? I think we could ask that question about any of the people in this city. That's true. Okay, so we drop things off, and then we come back here, I guess, yeah. since we can't deal with the murder. Are you sure the murder isn't more important than the garden party? Definitely not. So, <laughs> Well, the, the murder is definitely important, but I don't know what... But we it's can... not so important that we should skip the garden party and go oh. deal with the murder. I don't know how to say this without sounding extremely callous and maybe stupid, but there are a lot of murders, and we've not concerned ourselves with many of them, including the ones we've actually done. So let's not be suspicious by not doing the thing we already planned on doing because there's a murder we're not really involved in, personally, I believe, is the best course of action. Okay, so this time... We should not interfere in Verla's investigation. Well, at this point, anyway, I think we okay. We Let's honor what we're doing here today, and then 
There will be time probably later. All right. I think we need to do what we can to get Milo out of Verla's investigation. Perhaps begin our own investigation tomorrow. Hmm. But the murder need not concern me today. I mean, I feel bad about Prima Fit. I guess I should put that out there. But what better alibi for Milo in case something happens tonight than being at a garden party? It's genuinely been too long, so so long since we encountered Primo Fit that Philip does not remember whether whether we should feel bad that Primo Fit died. So Primo Fit's work wasn't inherently; it wasn't like Tardis the Tithers, where like he was stealing shifters. He found a way to create eldritch engines that did not require dragon shards, like mm-hmm. more sustainable energy. But he oh. was doing it for Solomon Calloway, so that's kind of the yeah. Like he did a thing that. Would be He's inside of Eris's, yeah, aspirations. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's right. that's what I would be curious about is how these two murders may be connected. They obviously are connected, but I mean, obviously in the what same way? person's doing it. Yes, but right. why? Why those two? And you know, trying to pin it on me anyway, if not all of us. Okay, Reynard. Yes. These are for your boss, so that she will do. A thing, so we don't have to. No, Alistair asked for them, not uh, Elvin. These are for your brother, <laughs> so that he will do a thing, and we don't I'm, have to. Brother, boss, honestly, kinda like. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you trying to establish some kind of working relationship with him? No, that's a different. No, house. I want, I want this to be just over. I thought Alistair he was trying to hire it, you. Alistair did imply yeah, he, an ongoing relationship in the last conversation. She, yeah. R- no. I, yeah. Yes, that's not what I'm trying to do. All right, well, you might need to tell him that. Nope. Yeah. I just don't think it's nope. been very I want well him to you. do this. What? 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 Wait, what? Yeah, yeah what? I, do, I mean, do you not know that you should disrespect houses like that? Where's this coming from, Reynard? Isn't, isn't that like your central character trait? Yes, but we're talking about you. You're a better person than I am. You should at least so tell I should... that you aren't wanting a working relationship. I do want a working relationship insofar as I have done this work and now he will do a different work. I have done this work, which is in my expertise. Then he'll do a work within his expertise. And then any further exchange of expertises would be a different conversation. I don't know if we were forthcoming with that information in our first conversation. I feel like I was. That's that's what I got. Can we double back like to something? You said, said a lot of things about not bothering me. <laughs> we're getting looks from Reynard right now. Just very <laughs> confused. It's just, it's, this it's conversation just, has become confusing. It doesn't seem very professional. Ah! This is the weirdest old Reynard, new Reynard combination I've ever what? seen. What is happening right now? What do you mean? You're being weird. I'm being weird. What are you talking about? You're being weird. You're being all like respectful about the house. Well, and you're like giving me advice on how to be professional. Well, since obviously professionalism is extremely important to me. But it is a weird time for you to decide that not disrespecting other houses is an important part of your (laughs) guiding ethos. I listen, I, I might. Be you know, I, I might be in favor of some people in the house now, so I need to make sure it's respected. Why? Because that's what you do, right? You. I don't know where this weird tension came from, but here's your key. 
I did not see this going this way. I was I needed to talk about something, but I think I don't think we can now. I don't I don't understand this conversation. All right, you know what? We're just gonna stop here. Okay. Can I ask a question unrelated to any of this unpleasantness? Please, please do. I understand that Verla saw this crime scene and thought Milo. What I don't understand is where we went from that to these killers are trying to implicate Milo. Is it not possible that fire is just an effective method of murder? Yeah, and so that's they chose kind of that one all thing is wouldn't couldn't they just be killing people? I guess Milo, I, I want to know why you think besides the whole, you know, I am my own main character because it's my life and I get that. But is there another reason outside of that that you think they're trying to frame you? Well, because they're the fire, the way they're killing is in such a way as of I have done before. Okay. Which is why Verla suspects me. Now that I get, and I and I and I am with you on that. We still need to do some exonerating. It was yes. just once. It's not like that's uh, yes, a normal but, thing. Exactly. But I mean I don't think maybe that that's a normal thing in general. You murder a guy in a specific way one time and it just sticks with you for the rest of your life. <clears throat> Yes. <laughs> How could I knock it off from under this whole murder thing I did? You know, maybe that's perhaps that's perhaps the only time Vera seen that, and now she's seen it again, and mm-hmm. automatically it was assumes self defense. Yes, I yeah no, I completely get. I guess Milo, I'm just let's for your own sanity, let's not assume they are also out to get you. Verla is very much trying to pay this on you right now, and we do need to work on that. But I don't think we need right now to assume that the murderers are trying to make it seem like it was you until we have better evidence of that. Just for your own peace of mind. Yes, that's, that is understandable. And I certainly de- do need a little uh, peace of mind. Of yeah, it could just be... Well, just to make sure you don't have too much, Verla's still out to get you. Maybe someone yes. was like, I heard about this thing that happened to this Ignacio jerk, and it sounded really cool, and I use fire, so now I'm going to start murdering people that way. Because sure. I'm a psychopath. It could be any number of things. Maybe. Yes. You know what it is, though? End of episode. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can hop on over to our Discord, the link to which is on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. There's also a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pantheon, that I make TTRPG video content. And now Philip is going to talk about a thing also on the YouTubes. Also on the YouTubes is a channel called The Laughing Tree, where you will find another actual play show set in Eberron called Kyber Shards in Stormreach. It's cool. Eric's a player. Yep. Let me say that uh, again. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. What's a TTRPG? We'll see you next time.